Hello and welcome to the podcast for Another Chance for Youth. We are the global connecting place for all things in relation to youth all across the globe. As Franklin Roosevelt says, we cannot always build a future for our youth, but we can build our youth for the future. Get connected. Hi, thanks for tuning in to another great episode of Another Chance for Youth. I'm Alexis, and tonight I have Doug on the line. Doug, I'm going to hand the show over to you. All right, thanks, Alexis. First, let me ask, how are you doing this evening? I'm fantastic. How are you? You know, I'm doing all right uh, for uh, today. It's been a long day, but you know what? It's been a very productive day, and so that kind of goes a little bit what we're talking about tonight. I thought tonight on today's um, podcast we'd talk about side hustles. So, Alexis, i got to ask, did you have any side hustles that uh, maybe you were doing when you were a kid or now that you're an adult that you can kind of share with the audience? Um, when I was a teenager – I was very fortunate enough to get whatever I wanted <laughs> from uh, my aunt because I had an allowance. And the only thing that came out of my allowance was anything that I wanted that didn't have to do with living and or school because anything else my aunt paid for. But I was a very smart teenager to the point where I'll just ask for it for my birthday or Christmas. I don't see the point of shelling out $20 for the CD when Christmas was just around the corner and I get everything I asked for anyways. (laughs) Yeah, well, hey, that's smart. But I will be 100% honest. This was before my uncle had his own child. So before he had a kid, when my sister and I were in that age, we got whatever we wanted from him, too, because usually he would be the one driving us somewhere, and I'll be like, can I have this? And he was like, yeah, okay. And my sister's like, can I have this? Uh, He said, okay. And then I was like, can I have this, too? And he was like, yeah, fine, whatever. (laughs) But then when when I was a senior, my side hustle believe it or not, mm-hmm. was babysitting because I was ah. right next door to somebody with a young child. So one day she asked me, would I please babysit? And I was like, sure. And she ended up paying me some money. And that was also the year that I had a special needs class where I was working with a special needs child. So there was uh-huh. a sign-up sheet to babysit special needs children. You know, parents who have special oh. needs children look for sure. specific babysitters. So I signed up Absolutely. and I got a phone call. And in one day from watching three kids, a set of twin boys and a girl, and one of the boys was the one with special needs, to watch them all day, I made almost 200 bucks. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. That's an and awesome I, side I, job or hustle. I was, 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 I
wasn't even scared off by the children, and my food was included. Like, the family was kind enough to get me my own food and then, like, told me what was available to the children, but I ended up sharing my food with the kids, no biggie. And then the kids Uh actually begged their parents to get me as their babysitter. So I babysat a couple of times, and each time I – with the amount of hours I was watching them plus tips, I would make anywhere between uh, fifty and a hundred. Wow, that's awesome. That's a, that's a great side hustle or a side job that uh, you could have. Now, uh, you know, here it is, twenty twenty, and things have changed since probably you and I were, let's just say, younger uh, and teenagers, if you will. Now, for me, when I was a little younger, um, every blue moon uh, and and not to get sexist or anything like that, but and not saying that men or, or males cannot babysit, but that's something that is typically, I'm just going to say typically, something that, that usually uh, females do is babysit. But I'll say that uh, there was a few times uh, I was asked to, to, to babysit, uh, and I did that. And there was no, no problem. I was uh, actually uh, babysitting one of my buddies' uh, younger brother, Parents were out of town, or I forget. They had something going on, and, and they asked me to, to step in, and I did that a couple of times. But um, I'll tell you something I also did is, I, have you ever walked beans? I'm sorry, walk what? Beans, B-E-A-N-S, beans. Beans. Probably never heard of it, have you? Beans. No. Uh, okay. Well, that's what this show is all about, right? Bringing out new ideas and, and educating everybody in the process, even myself included in that process. But walking beans, so basically I grew up on a farm, and so what I would do is um, help other farmers, and we would walk beans. So you know how you have cornfields, but you also have bean fields, right? And so what we would right. do is we would go out there with this long hook, and usually we would take – what we refer to as rolls. So there was like beans being planted, and then there was kind of like a path, and then another roll, beans, path, beans, path, beans, so on and so forth. And typically we would take about eight rows on each side. There would be several of us, and we'd walk these 40, 50 uh, acre fields, 60, and sometimes even more. And on each side, we'd have eight rows on each side. We'd just walk down these aisles, sometimes half a mile long. And what we were doing is taking out all the weeds in the beans. And so you typically either did that early in the morning around uh, the crack of dawn, or you would wait until the evening because otherwise it got kind of too hot in the day, the middle of the day to be walking beans. And so usually when you were done, you were just soaking wet because the dew would be on the beans and your pant legs and your shoes would just be soaked in water and sometimes your shirt. And then you would do that. And that's how I did a little side hustle was walking beans for farmers. Sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't it? How much money did you make? Yeah. So that's what that's. So if you ever hear anybody refers to as walking beans, that's what they're doing is taking the weeds out of the field uh, instead of uh, farmers paying to have it sprayed, they'd have people walk it. And I had to walk our own beans because my dad didn't pay us. Uh, that was just part of our QOR job chores, et cetera, uh, in terms of that. So that's, it doesn't sound like a hard work, but you're walking, you're out in the sun, 
and basically you're just kind of pulling weeds. So anyways, a little side note on a couple of things that I did when I was a kid um, um, in terms of that. So let's talk about 2020 in today's environment, right? What are some, what do you think are some good side hustles for kids today? Um, a lot of good um, hustles for shot. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, you mentioned one, babysitting. I think that's still popular in today's 2020 environment. Absolutely. Um, a lot of homemade crafts. Like, yep. um, believe it or not, I saw a YouTube channel. She's no longer a teenager, but she started it when she's a youth. And she made homemade soaps, and she started selling uh-huh. it. And now she has a whole company and everything. And her soaps are really beautiful. And everybody needs candles. Everybody loves good-smelling candles. They're kind of like a thing. Um, You can make your own candles and sell. Sometimes um, if you are a really good baker and stuff like that and you have an event coming up, you can start baking and selling goods. That's good side hustle. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting that you were – you were talking about having that side hustle with uh, crafts and, and everything. Definitely that was on my list of probably the top ten things that I had came, came up with. And it's something, though, that I think for, for something like that, that's something that you are going to have to want to do. That is something that you're going to, to want to enjoy. Myself, that probably wouldn't be something that would appeal to me because I don't consider myself uh, very crafty. Uh, in, in that type of environment, but I totally agree with you 100% that, yes, I think um, um, having some type of a craft that you can make and that you can sell, and what's great about here we are in 2020 is that you, you mentioned YouTube and the Internet. I think those are great ways or social media that you can go out and kind of promote what you're doing um, in, in terms of that, and I would even say that um, you could even do a little side hustle starting your um, – your own YouTube uh, channel doing different things. And it doesn't have to be something what I'm going to say is productive in the sense that you're making a craft, just like you were mentioning. It could be something, and and there's kids that are doing this right now that do comedy or just post goofy photos or videos that are out there. And there are people that can make a lot of money doing that. So that's another option uh, that's out there. Something that I thought was really interesting, and I ran into a student that actually had done this, and she was trying to pay for her college education. And what she did was she lived in a particular state. Actually, it was in Indiana. And she went around to all the state parks in Indiana and took photos, okay, took photos of different things within the state park. And then each chapter – was of that particular state park in the state of Indiana and wrote up a little quick summary or a history of it and then ended up selling that to help pay for her way to college. And I thought that was kind of a unique and clever idea of something that uh, was that she enjoyed going out hiking, taking pictures, and then formatting all this in the book. She was uh, in her senior year and she was trying to, to um, promote this book so she could uh, pay for her freshman year in college. And I thought to myself, what a clever way to uh, do a couple of things. One, write a book at such a young age, but also kind of do a public service, if you will, to the, to the community and, and, and to the state by 
um, talking about some of our natural resources, such as the state parks. And I just thought that was kind of a, a neat, clever way. And with Amazon self-publishing and some of the other tools that are out there, you can do it for a little or nothing. And I think that in itself is kind of the hidden gem here is that you can do something like that at very little cost. The only cost that's going to really uh, affect you is what time are you going to have to dedicate um, to write. Now, I don't know about you, Alexis, but have you written a book yet? I have several ideas for a book. I just never put pen to paper or thought to computer screen. I've written a couple books. I've written two so far, and I'll tell you, it sounds easy. One of the most challenging things that I've ever done. And when I got done writing the first book, I swore I would never write a second one. Well, I did. And so I'm like you now. I've got a couple ideas for my third and fourth uh, type of book that that I would like to um, write and publish. But the point is, you can do it for a little of nothing other than your time to sit down and write, putting your thoughts, like you said, to paper or the computer and getting that published. So that's another side hustle that I think uh, people can have. Another one is what we, we're doing right now is a podcast. You know, And I think that would be a great idea for uh, youth today is listening to youth. We're giving ideas. We're trying to educate the youth. We are trying to be a mentor to the youth, what we do here for a uh, uh, another chance for youth, but wouldn't it be great to just kind of hear from youth uh, what they're going through today and some of the different topics that they would be interested in and really listening to that. And I think that could be a good, powerful message that could be out there. And I tell you, that could be another nice side hustle uh, for, for kids or youth today. Alexis, can you think of anything else? I think there are so many things that you can do. Like for those youth who are really good at drawing, you can sell your pictures. Uh For those of you who are really good at watercoloring or even sketching things, you can make homemade cards. Like homemade cards are a huge business because not everybody wants to go into Hallmark and purchase a box of standardized cards, even though they are beautiful. But homemade cards, I've seen them sell for five bucks a piece, and people actually will pay five bucks for homemade cards. Absolutely. And and, and like you said, they're beautiful. They're not just like, eh, but they're actually beautiful uh, cards uh, in terms of that. So, yeah, being creative. And But it all comes about being dedicated and having time. So I, I can't stress that enough because I think so many times we have a great idea and we start with something and then we just kind of get burned out on it and because we get disappointed or we don't think there's much success in, in it at a very early uh, point in the process. I would just say relax. Takes, it, it takes time to develop a, whether it's a reputation or a good customer base uh, that you can draw on. So just relaxing and knowing that um, it's going to take time. Now, you may be very lucky, and we hope that you are, that you jump right out of the gate and uh, are able to sell a bunch of cards or crafts or books or whatever that you might be that you might be doing. But at the same time, I just want to uh, caution our our listeners to take it easy and take it slow because not everything – is going to be successful from the from from the start, but that doesn't mean it's not a good idea. It doesn't mean that you don't have something that is, is going to catch on. 
it just takes time to develop in terms of that. The other thing I want to talk real quick, I know we're getting close to our first break probably, but what I wanted to talk about is uh, you also can take surveys online, you know, uh, or sell your pictures, or I've seen where it says you can go and sell your uh, unwanted emails or read emails, et cetera. Um, those are all um, those are all options. And because I knew I was doing this podcast, I did a little research on some of them. So one of the negatives I would say about some of those is in order for you to really have a huge impact, it takes you time. You have to really have a lot of those uh, surveys because they basically pay you pennies per survey or survey that you would do. And to really have anything that mounts to much, you're really going to have to have a lot of surveys to complete. And I think at times that, that's going to get old pretty quickly. Um, and, and it's going to be something that I, I think, especially the younger you are, I think it'd be something that just kind of burns you out very quickly. And it's something that you're, you're going to start, you're going to have all these great ideas and this hope, but it's not going to develop. And then you're going to be turned off on, on some of that stuff. So I would just throw a word of caution out, letting you know, just, just check everything out before you jump in with both feet. Actually, I thought that there was an age limit to taking surveys. Like, you have to be at least 18 unless a company is directly marketing towards somebody under age. Anybody who takes a survey would have to be 18. And what you said is true. I mean, to be really frank, I did try that, and it's boring answering those questions, especially – some of the surveys don't even pay you. Like you have to take Absolutely. a stupid little pre-qualifier, and if you mm-hmm. if they don't like your answers in the pre-qualifier, they only pay you like a penny. So why am I going to sit there for ten, fifteen minutes if I'm only going to get a penny? Absolutely, and so that's why I brought it up because you know I wanted to do a little research because I think you're like me in the sense that. You, you don't want to really talk about and give an endorsement to an idea unless you've kind of experienced yourself. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. So I went out there and I signed up for a couple just so I could kind of test it out while we're talking about it tonight. And, and again, I'm just like you. Yes, they're paying you pennies on the dollars for something that might take you 10, 15 minutes to complete. And so I would just tell you to be very cautious and don't think you're going to make a lot of money in a short period of time because you're probably not. And you're right with the age limit. And I'm not telling uh, the youth to do anything uh, wrong, but it's all about how you fill those forms out. You know, make sure you fill them out correctly. If it says, you know, what is your age and you're 15 and you need to be 18, tell the truth, say 15 so they can reject you because, when we get back from the break, I want to talk a little bit about security and safety uh, and how some of these companies mine your data. Hi, it's Alexis with some youth buzz news. The rate of suicide among those aged 10 to 4 increased nearly 60% between 2007 and 2018, according to a report released Friday by the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. It is a real trend that has been demanding for a while a serious public health and research effort to understand what is happening and why. 
said Anna Mueller, an associate professor of sociology at Indiana University Bloomington, who studies suicides in adolescents. I don't buy that it's just social media, which is one of the explanations that I most consistently see. The suicide rate increased from 6.8 per 100,000 in 2007 to 10.7 in 2018. The report compared three-year averages of suicide rates for 2007 to 2009 and 2016 and 2008. Back to the show. All right. All right, so you know, prior prior to the break, we yes. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you were calling my name, and so that's why I stopped. Okay. Well, prior to the break, you know, we were talking about surveys and and filling things out on on the computer. What I wanted to talk about here now that we we got uh, over the break. It's talking about security and making sure that you are secure, that you are safe. And I think Alexa and I agree on this 100%, making sure that you are safe no matter what you're doing, whether you're online or working somewhere, mowing yards, babysitting, et cetera, just make sure that you're safe. And, you know, Alexa had some really good ideas that she, we were talking about prior to the show. We were, we were just uh, chit-chatting for a few minutes. And I really liked what she was uh, talking about, saying that if you're going somewhere, maybe for the first time, uh, maybe the babysit and you don't really uh, know the family that you're going to, or maybe mowing the yard for somebody that you're really not 100% sure who they are, take some precautions. Be safe in the process. And, um, you know, Alexa was telling me that when her sister would go out, she would say, send me a picture of not only what you're wearing, but a most recent picture. So, God forbid something happens, she had that information uh, uh, very handy. And um, she would also say, hey, give me a call or give me a text when you get in, just so that I know that you're safe in terms of And I think those are really solid advice, especially in today's environment. I don't think either one of us want to scare anybody, but we would much rather you be safe than sorry uh, in today's environment. And unfortunately, not everybody is somebody that we can trust in, in, in the world today. And that's just a sad reality in the world that we live in. There's some people out there that would like to see harm done to others. And so we just want to make sure that you are safe in that process. And when you're going online and you're filling out forms, you know, be conscious of what, what, what information that you're providing because, you know, if you're providing an address, a phone number, an email address, et cetera, you're providing a lot of information uh, that uh, people can use to steal your identity, hack your system, et cetera. So we just can't stress enough, be safe in the process, be smart, and if you don't feel comfortable or something doesn't feel right, there's probably a 99.9% chance that you're right. And and if it doesn't feel right and it doesn't feel like a good fit, don't force the situation. Alexis, do you want to add a few things? You had some great ideas and some conversations we were having prior to the show, and I just didn't know if you wanted to add in anything. Okay. The point of this show 
is not to depress you and or scare you and or frighten you. The point is just to give you a heads up and to be that little voice in your head. What I mean is you have an entire world to explore. And Doug, I, Tawanda, and everyone here at Another Chance for Youth is so excited for you to explore that world. But within that world, not everybody can be trusted and not everybody has good intentions. So the problem with that is sometimes you don't know if someone has good intentions for you or not. So in talking about side hustles, I understand that you want to earn your own money. I understand that the coronavirus has affected the traditional route, like getting a job Mm -hmm. at a mall or something like that. My first advice is if it sounds too good to be true, it's a scam. Right? Nobody is going to pay you a lot of money for doing something very little. Nobody is going to pay you a lot of money to stand on the street corner waving a sign around. If it's asking for your social security number, if it's asking for the last four, if it's asking for your birthday, don't fill it out unless it's a government form and your parents is doing it for yep. you. Unless you're filling out a job application at the mall, even then a job application is not going to ask for your social security number. Absolutely. So, secondly, if you are taking pictures, I mean this in the nicest way possible. Social media is all the rage. It's so cute yep. for you to post whatever cute outfit you have on, whatever it is you're doing. Take, Go through your phone and take off the ability for your phone to ping exactly where that picture was taken. Because yep. if you post that picture and you happen to have taken that picture somewhere near where you live, or even worse, in your own house, and you do not take off that ping, anybody on social media can do a little hacking and finding out exactly where you live. Third, it's pretty obvious. Pay attention to your surroundings. If it feels funny, don't walk down that alleyway, if it's getting late at night and you want to walk home, I suggest you call your parents instead of walking home because all it takes is for somebody to just pause, open a van door, reach out and grab you, and it happens within seconds. And sometimes those crimes are crimes of opportunity. They're not planned. They're just, you just happen to be in the right alleyway at the right time. Nobody is around. The lights are flickering, no cameras. There you go. And last but not least, use that brain of yours, okay? And what I mean by that is just think before you do, right? And if you have that gut feeling that says you probably shouldn't be here or you should probably shouldn't do this, I wouldn't. It's better to be safe than sorry. It's better to figure out a different way how to make money safely than it is to put yourself in a position where you're going to end up regretting it. You're on fire, girl. I, I mean, I couldn't agree with you anymore. Those are spot on. 
that's solid advice, and I agree with you. We're not here to scare you, but we are here to try to give you a little friendly advice to keep you safe in the process and make sure that you're going to be hearing our podcast for future episodes because um, we don't want nothing to happen to you. We, we just want to make sure that you're, you're being productive, but you're also safe in the process. And, and like you said, use that head of yours, use that brain. Uh, God gave it to you for a reason. So go ahead and use it and put it to good use in the process. So spot on. But you know what, you, for that. But you know, I just thought of a, high, a side hustle that not everyone has thought about. Think about Corona mm. and think about yep. all the parents who are now facing the challenge of homeschooling their children. So if Absolutely. you happen to be a youth that is really good at math or is really good at English, science, or history, there are probably all sorts of opportunities out there for you to be a tutor, right? Why not tutor Absolutely. the younger generation? Why not reach out to fellow teens and tutor them? You probably could make money that way, and you probably could do it virtually for those who don't feel safe going into strangers' houses or you could always meet somewhere public, right? I've been to the library Absolutely. where I've been tutored at the library. Their parents just dropped off their younger child, and there's a teenager and or a young adult there tutoring their child. Of course, there's cameras everywhere, so it's relatively safe. And a really good side hustle, because I'm pretty sure a lot of parents do not remember all of those subjects from long ago, trust me, if you ask me to teach somebody algebra, I'm going to go, I'm probably going to be like, I don't remember. Absolutely. Yeah. You would want me, um, you do not want me um, helping somebody in algebra. I had it so many years ago and it's probably not wise for me to uh, be doing that uh, today. So Spot on advice, Alexis, and appreciate that. Um, in terms of that, so yeah, just be just be wise and, and be safe in the process. Use your head, use your brain, and uh, be creative. You know, Alexis just came up with an excellent idea uh, as we were talking, and I think that's that's also a key. Don't be afraid to talk to other people about some of your ideas and your thoughts. Play it off on people. Now, some of them are probably going to tell you, "Oh, that's a dumb idea," or "That's crazy." Let them say it. It's all right. And sometimes they probably are crazy and dumb ideas, and it's probably a good thing somebody told you that. But just because they say things are crazy or dumb doesn't mean they actually are because a lot of people are jealous in today's environment. And so they want to talk you out of things because they wouldn't be the ones taking the risk, taking the chance, and they want to sit on the sidelines and don't let that be you. But use your head about it because not everything that we come up with is an excellent idea. So keep that in the back of your mind when you're when you're thinking and uh, flushing some of these ideas out. You know, be you know be be a little critical thinker and be a little hard on yourself. Uh, again, don't overly beat yourself up, but also make sure that you're thinking this out and you have the the best decision that you can possibly make. And with that, we will be back after this quick break. Ah, man, every time I think about the children in the world today, I begin to smile because I know we all have said it. We were all children once, and we all want to be grown, 
And when you become grown, you want to become a kid again. Man, I'm telling you, our kids have the best opportunity in life as long as we do what we're supposed to do. This is Tawanda with another chance for youth. I want to share with everyone that listens that we are super excited about another chance for youth, what we're doing, and so much that the future holds. If you have no idea who we are, please purchase our book. We'll be available everywhere you can purchase books and on our website called Why Another Chance for Youth. Also, we have several campaigns that we're working on, and one is on bullying. You could also get our workbook on bullying from our website as well. We are so super excited about everything that's going on in the world and for the children. Please connect with us, support the movement, join the campaign, and remember what we do today can help the youth tomorrow. So, Doug, I have something to to say, if I may. Absolutely. It's all yours. So, to everyone listening, whether you're a parent or whether you're a youth, I just want to encourage you that there are all sorts of ways out there to create a side hustle. But not every side hustle is going to make you money right away. Such as Doug mentioning taking surveys, that's going to take you way too long before you can cash out. But a quicker way to make money is to find a need and to fulfill it, right? That's how businesses start. There is a need, and somebody decided to fill that need. So you can look around your area to see what kind of need there is and to see if you can come up with a way to fill that need. And if you do, then you have the start of a business. The best advice I can give you is think of one and talk to your parents. Your parents might be able to connect you with someone to help you. Your neighbor might be the one with, like, somebody else who might be able to help show you the way, et cetera, et cetera. Worst case scenario, what you can do is you can rake leaves, you can do manual labor. There are lots of elderly people and or even families out there who are willing to pay you a couple of bucks to do manual labor, such as mow the grass, rake the leaves, bag all those things, take it to the curb. It might not sound like fun, but it's an honest way to earn a living. And once you develop a good reputation, if you show up on time, if you do a thorough job, that person will have a clean yard. Somebody will say, oh, your your yard looks so great. Did you do it? They say, oh, no, I hired so-and-so. You should give them a call, and that's a reference. Right, and the more Absolutely. you do, the more references you get, and pretty soon you're going to be raking in money. And with all the money that you're raking in, don't be like me when I was younger, where I would spend all my money. That's not the smartest way. The smartest way yep. is to save that money because sooner or later you're going to run into a situation where you're going to need money. And you're going to regret not having that money and or 
a lot of people are looking for side hustles right now because of the upcoming holiday season, right? Yep. And yep. let's just say if you're out there raking leaves, why not just put aside half of what you're earning, right? For every week mm-hmm. or every day that you're raking leaves, set aside half. And before you know it, you'll have more than enough to buy Christmas presents. But here's a warning. Christmas presents should not be monetary, right? It should be the right. thoughts that count. And because you are a youth, nobody is expecting you to go out there dropping $300 on a Christmas gift. I'm sure you are smart enough and clever enough to come up with a, a heartwarming gift that is going to mean the world to your parent or whoever the recipient is, is without dropping too much money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great advice. Spot on. Man, you're on fire tonight. You got a lot of great advice. Only because I've been there. (laughs) Well, you know, and I think that's the best teacher, teaching from experience, knowing where the pitfalls are, knowing what uh, hindsight being 2020 is, sitting back and going, you know what, I could have done this a little better. I could have been a little smarter. I could have been a little wiser on on this move or that. And I think that's awesome that you're able to share that advice with our youth today and let them know that, hey, you might make mistakes along the way, and it's okay. Look where I am today. I'm I'm doing a podcast. Um, I'm working on my uh, nursing degree. I'm doing X. I'm doing Y. Whatever that might be, it shows that there is hope and there is a future out there, and I think that's awesome. And I think that's what the youth today needs to hear is there's still an opportunity and optimism uh, is still on the rise out there. So excellent advice. So, well, do you have any closing thoughts uh, that you might have um, this evening, Alexis? Well, my closing thoughts are the first step to a side hustle is to come up with an idea. The second step is to make a plan. The third is to take action. I sincerely hope that you put your creative, your creative, uh, your creativity to good use and get out there and figure a way to make some of that money. And if we did not mention a way that you have thought of as a side hustle, come on, reach out, share with us. Definitely share it on Instagram, share it on our Facebook, share it on our website. Visit our website at ac4y.org, or you can even email us at another chance, the number four youth at gmail.com. Back to you, Doug. All right. Well, thank you. No, and I agree with that. Yeah, sure. Send us your ideas. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that are out there. You can go on a Google search or a, a Bing and, and find some things, but be creative. Uh, and if you're willing, share it with us so we can share it to others some of your colleagues uh, across the country uh, so they too can have a chance to uh, make a little money on the side, you know, and uh, I just want to say just real quick, uh, a couple things to wrap up. One is be creative, you know, think outside the box. Don't just limit yourself to the traditional mowing and babysitting and raking leaves, et cetera. There's all kinds of different things that are out there and you can be very productive and creative in that Two, be careful. Just be careful in the process. You know, don't let money be your driving force. Know that uh, your safety should be first and foremost uh, importance in this whole process. 
and don't do something carelessly or I'm going to say stupid that you're going to sit back and regret later. Think it through, and it's okay to pass on things. And Alexis said this earlier. If it's too good to be true, it probably is, and it's okay to pass because you're probably going to find more heartache uh, than a heap of money um, in that process. So, uh, I, like I said, I would just throw out that um, little advice to you. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Be creative. Have fun. And um, I think you're going to be just fine in the process. So as we get ready to sign off of another edition of um, Another Chance for Youth, as I say every time, you know, no matter where you go or what you do, all roads lead, lead home. And Another Chance for Youth it can be your home and is your home to, uh, to nurture you and, and uh, help you grow because we want to see everybody be successful. So until we meet again, stay safe, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. We really hope that you enjoy the time with us and our great topic. If you have a great topic or something you really want to hear about, please contact us on our website at ac4y.org. Once again, that is ac4y.org. Until the next time, remember, in youth we learn. In age, we understand.